Good morning, City Church. This is Katherine Malinowski, bringing you what I hope is a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. Are you familiar with the movie 27 Dresses? If you're not, it's a pretty standard rom-com. It focuses on a Miss Jane Nichols, a Manhattan woman who has been a bridesmaid not once or twice, but 27 times. I'm not quite to 27, but if you were to open my closet, you would find it full of satin and chiffon, revealing not one, not two, but 13 bridesmaids' dresses. Point being, I've been in a lot of weddings, and I love it. The celebration of love, the glowing couple, the dancing. A wedding is such a special event to be a part of. And while every single time somebody asks me to be a bridesmaid, I feel deeply honored to be chosen. Sometimes I also feel a slight worry of the responsibility that comes along with that ask. As a frequent bridesmaid, I've even had a reoccurring wedding nightmare. Usually, in the week or so before the wedding, I have this terrifying dream. It involves me showing up to the wedding, unzipping my garment bag, and all of a sudden, poof, my dress is gone. Whether it's lost in a suitcase fiasco at the airport or I brought the wrong dress, the gist of the dream is always the same. What would I do if I didn't have the right dress? This bridesmaid horror seemed to fit well with the theme of today's lectionary reading from Matthew 22, verses 1 to 14. In this passage, we see Jesus telling the parable of the wedding feast. He talks of a king giving a wedding feast for his son and the guests originally invited, their ignorance of the invitation and their excuses for not coming. And then he talks about how the king goes on to invite some others. It reads, The wedding feast is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore to the main roads and invite to the wedding feast as many as you find. And those servants went out into the road and gathered all whom they found, both bad and good. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came to look at the guests, he saw there a man who had no wedding garment. And he said to him, friend, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to his attendants, bind him hand and foot and cast him into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. See what happens when you show up to a wedding in the wrong attire? (laughs) I'm just kidding. But still, this king had a very strong reaction to the man coming in not properly dressed. It may seem extreme, but then I think of what would happen if I showed up to a wedding without my bridesmaid dress. Not because of some unfortunate mishap, but if I had just chosen not to. If I had said, "Mm, nah, I don't really feel like wearing that bridesmaid's dress today. Sorry, I'll just wear some sweats. I can't imagine that going over well with any bride. In this parable, the story goes far beyond the wedding. It's a point about grace and obedience. We have been so generously invited by God to join him. If we accept the invitation, heed the message of his servants, we respond with obedience to the will of the Father in heaven. To do so is to clothe ourselves, so to say, with righteousness, the appropriate attire for the thing to which we have been called by God. Those who do not do so, who refuse to do so, who fail to see how these two are connected, the invitation and what's required of us, are warned not to be caught off guard on judgment day. While that seems intense, we have to balance that with the generosity of the invite, the invite to these total strangers in the street, to those who are invited in, not because of anything they've done, but simply because the king is kind and generous. Surely that creates a change of heart, a thankfulness and loyalty towards the king, who on a day that should be about him and his son, took the time to notice you, who invites you to celebrate with him and his special family on this day. 
And in real life, we are those people. The ones who wouldn't have made the first cut. The ones who get invited anyway. And that feeling of being invited when we've done nothing to earn it, but instead are invited out of the kindness of God's heart, feels pretty spectacular. And it makes us want to come to that feast prepared. And throughout the Gospels, Jesus affirms that for us to be prepared for God's gift requires nothing less than our whole life. Yet, in the scale of things, that doesn't seem like such a big ask. The invite of Christ is far greater than a wedding invite. It goes far beyond one day of celebration. It's a promise of eternal redemption, of a never-ending celebration of the wonders of His love. Surprisingly, one of the weddings I felt most honored to attend wasn't one where I was a bridesmaid. It wasn't the wedding of a best friend I had known for years, but rather the wedding of two people who, at the time, I didn't really know super well. For those of you who know me, you'll know I moved to Richmond last September. Two months later, a pair of new friends texted me, hey, we didn't know you when we made our invite list back in July, but we've had a few people decline and we'd love for you to come to the wedding. I was stunned. At that point, I think I had only hung out with this couple one-on-one twice. Yet here they were, including me in their celebrations, going out of their way to invite me. I was shocked and delighted, and just one month later, found myself sitting at their beautiful wedding, in awe of their kindness and excited to be part of the celebration of their love. An unexpected invite means a lot. The surprising invite of the king to those in the street affirmed the boundless generosity and inclusive reach of God's grace. As it turns out, when you receive the invitation of Christ and joyfully accept, he'll never let you go. So City Church, delight in the invitation of Christ. And don't forget the dress code. Till next time, stay well and do good. Good Morning City Church is a weekday podcast produced by the staff and members of City Church of Richmond, located in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about us, please visit citychurchrva.com. That's C-I-T-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H-R-V-A.com. And thanks for listening.